Hey everyone, this is Justin from the Aka Education Podcast here to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is what I use to create these podcasts, and let me tell you, it's free. Uh, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And the beauty of it is it will distribute the podcast for you. So I can record on Anchor, and it's going to send it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these other places as well. And I love that I can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this episode of the Aka Education Podcast, Justin shares his 2020 year in review and goals for starting off 2021 strong. Let's get ready. It's time for some Aka Education. It's the Aka Education Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 22 of the Aka Education Podcast, the first of 2021. I'm Justin Glodish. This week's episode is focusing on the year 2020, a year in review. I'm also going to be focusing on some goal setting for 2021. Now, maybe some of you have similar goals that I have, or uh, maybe you're not sure of what your goals are. And, you know, I have some, some ideas as to what we can all try and accomplish for a happy, healthy, safe, and fun and eventful 2021. I know it's a lot of words right there, but let's go back to 2020. I know, I know what you're all going to say or what you're all thinking right now. Why, Justin? Why are we going back to 2020? It was a dumpster fire as it was. Why do you want to bring it up? Well, in all honesty, there were some positive things that came out of 2020. And those are the things I'm going to focus on this week. Now, for anybody out there who may have lost someone to COVID or has experienced COVID, or maybe they have a relative or a family member or yourself um, may have lost your job my heart goes out to each and every one of you, and I wish you all the best for a bounce back in 2021. I know that things weren't easy going through basically the last 10 months, and I truly hope that 2021 brings good fortune to you all. Now, some positive things that happened, at least for me in 2020, was back in January, my students, uh, the Valley Central Middle School Viking Voices, had the opportunity to participate in the International Championship of High School Acapella quarterfinals at RPI in Troy, New York. Uh, they were one of two middle school groups selected to participate last year. And my good buddy, Cody Hampton, uh, the director of Fermata Nowhere at a Stafford Middle School in uh, Plattsburgh, New York, was the other middle school group. And we competed against each other and about, I think, six or seven other high school groups. We were competing against high schoolers in this competition. And uh, my favorite moment was uh, it was their first time performing on stage with microphones without me. And uh, it was like a proud Papa Bear moment for me because um, all the work that those students have put in, um, many of those students I had, it was my third year with them. I had them when they came into the middle school in sixth grade. They, a lot of them were eighth graders getting ready to move into the high school. So um, those students I've had for three years, they basically became my own children. They became my own students and watching them 
just grow up on stage uh, with me in the audience and not being able to, you know, help them or hold their hand. It was, it was really um, heartwarming and it was, uh, it was just, God, I'm like getting all emotional just thinking about it. It was just so fascinating to watch them uh, just grow up in front of my eyes. And then, you know, watching these other high school acapella groups, uh, you know, for them to just see, you know, that they belonged. And when it came down to awards and placements, uh, they placed third. And to his credit, Cody's group placed second. You know, two middle school groups placed second and third in this high school acapella competition. Um, and kudos to Nicole Gabriel. Um, from Mahanison High School and her group, they were ju- for good measure. They were just phenomenal. They were the first group to perform, and they set the bar, and it was just outstanding. So uh, Nicole Gabriel of Mahanison High School deserves all the credit. Her students deserve some great credit. Uh, Cody Hampton, and then all the other teachers who brought their students to this competition. But it, it really made me proud uh, to see that these two middle school groups belonged and that my students, their first competition ever, holding microphones for the, for a lot of them for the first time ever, doing choreography in front of hundreds of people at this beautiful auditorium, they placed third. And it was it was a proud moment for me. Now, when it came down to it, uh, in years past, you know, the top three groups would move on to the next round, but this year uh, only the top two groups, but it was a great learning experience. The comments we received from judges uh, really helped us prepare for what we wanted to do for the rest of the school year. And then obviously March happened and schools shut down. So it turned into something new uh, for us. How are we going to approach performing and how are we going to approach um, getting our group out there and our voices out there. And I think as many people tried, attempted to do, the concept of the virtual choir video came as an idea. And the students wanted to perform uh, one of the songs that they did from competition, uh, you know, using the idea of, you know, the the Bones by Maren Morris. And they wanted to perform that song simply because the lyrics kind of took on a new meaning for them and they recorded their parts at home. I attempted to learn video production on the fly and audio production on the fly, and I created a virtual choir video for them, um, and it got a great amount of views, especially locally. Um, they were featured in the local newspaper, um, so it was kind of a big deal. And then um, it was cool to see the concept of the song The Bones happen because a few months later, um, the the wizards that are Shams Ahmed and Ben Bram, they put out another um, song arrangement of their arrangement of The Bones um, for varsity vocals performers far and wide to perform. And it was just phenomenal, you know, so knowing that that song had particular meaning to a lot of people, especially during the time of the pandemic, during the early uh, part of the pandemic. It was, um, it was cool. It was just fascinating. And um, my students were very pleased with the work that they put forth. I think if anything, for most of us out there, um, when the pandemic hit, we all of a sudden not only were, were teachers, we were um, becoming audio engineers, video engineers. We were, we were becoming um, sounding boards for students and families. We were doing everything but teach. And that was okay. And I personally was okay with that. 
and you know outside of my own the acapella group students that i had you know my own class classes my chorus kids my sixth grade chorus kids my seventh grade general music kids getting to talk to them at a a deeper emotional level just to understand what they're going through and how they feel it was it was disheartening because you know that they were struggling to to cope with this school became a place for them to socialize and be with their friends and now they were basically being told you can't go anywhere and be with your friends because we don't know what this virus can do i was also the assistant director for our school's high school production and we left school literally two weeks before our show was supposed to open so those seniors never had an opportunity to perform their final high school musical show uh, we were supposed to do the music man and it never came to fruition um, we were able to do a small virtual choir uh, video for that but it wasn't the same you know we held our opening night uh, in a zoom meeting together and um, it was it was something at least even though it wasn't the same. Now, one of the things that I started doing, um, probably my, actually, I think it was my second year teaching was, and maybe this is something that you all might want to consider doing. I think it's a, it's a great personal gift is I always would create these sketchbooks. I would buy, you know, the little four by six, uh, sketchbooks, um, from Michael's or, you know, Jerry's Artorama or whatever. And I would write a little personal message to the student because I've gotten to know them on a personal level over the course of their high school career. And I would write them a personal message on the inside cover. And then I would write an inspirational quote for them to kind of really push them forward and guide them along as they move on to the next chapter of their lives, whatever that may be. And I give that to them after the show is complete. And I've had several students, you know, thank me for those gifts and they've used them specifically to write their own poetry, write their own lyrics, you know, or they use it for um, taking notes in class. It's something, you know, for them to, to keep. And this year it was a little bit different because obviously we didn't have our show. So I had to figure out how to get those things to them. So uh, it turned into me driving across the district over the course of you know a few days, hand delivering these these gifts to the students, and uh, the smiles on their faces uh, really meant a lot. And um, I think it let them know that we're thinking of them and that I was thinking of them. And I, you know those students are now freshmen in college; uh, they moved on to that next chapter. And I hope they're all doing well. And if they're listening, I really hope um, you know that. I'm thinking about you all, and I hope you're all doing well. Now, another positive thing that came out of 2020 for me was the start of this podcast. I remember thinking back to myself in March and April um, with everything going on. I was like, I need to try and keep myself engaged in uh, with something passionate um, because uh, teaching was starting to take its toll. And um, I think a lot of us can agree that it was becoming a, a mental struggle for a lot of us, not just for ourselves, but for our students as well and their families. So I was trying to figure out what I could do to keep my mind going and keep it engaged um, with something I was very passionate about. And I mean, I've been passionate about acapella for very long time and you know my students know that my family knows that my wife knows that I'm a big acapella nerd and I don't really care I I, I love it <laughs> so it came down to well, what can I do to educate continue educating myself 
but also maybe be a resource to others out there. You know, and I've been listening to podcasts at that time to try and, you know, keep my mind going. I was listening to things like 10% Happier and uh, Switched on Pop. Switched on Pop is one of my favorite podcasts. If you haven't heard it, you should totally go check that out. And I got the idea, you know, what if I started a podcast? Now, I know a lot of people start podcasts and um, I really wanted to have this be something that was basically a passion project, something I would really latch onto. And that's how this podcast came to be. An interesting story, uh, interestingly enough, um, the first eight episodes of this podcast were actually recorded over the course of four days um, over the summer. I had finally, you know, got all of the things in place. I was figuring out what to do. Um, I was listening to the Counterpoint podcast with Deke and Dietz, uh, which is another great acapella podcast you should check out. And I was like, all right, this is this is how they're doing it. Um, let's just give this a whirl. And, you know, when it came down to it, I bought my own sketch pad, I bought my own sketchbook and I started mapping out how I was going to approach, um, this web, uh, this podcast. And I started listing out guests I would potentially want to talk to. And then I had to figure out, well, how am I going to contact them? And the beauty of Facebook and Instagram, uh, came to be, and that's how I basically got in contact with a lot of these folks. Some of these folks I had never met before, but um, I had known through the acapella community through um, mutual friends. And it was really just as simple as just sending a Facebook message or an Instagram message saying, hey, would you be interested in talking shop, talking acapella for, you know, half hour, 35 minutes? And a lot of them said, yeah. And I was so happy. So when it came down to it, um, the first eight or so episodes I recorded over the course of four days, um, in fact, um, episode four with uh, Heather Newkirk, Isaiah Hawkins, and Danny Valenzuela, um, I had to do two times. Um, this is this is something that I haven't really shared. I had to do it two times because I forgot to hit record the first time. So they had to come back a week later and actually re, we had to re-record the entire interview again. And I was I have to thank Heather, Danny, and Isaiah for being great sports, um, especially because the topic. Um, was so important and it's still important the the importance of inclusiveness and if you have a chance to go back and check out episode four please do so um, because it still rings true uh, even you know six months later Um, and I think it's going to ring true for a very long time and there's a lot of great information that those three had to offer in that episode and you should definitely go check that out so I had my first eight episodes and then it was now I had to shift gears and it was like, how am I going to approach, you know, weekly episodes still um, when, you know, school starts back up. And I think I found a pretty good, you know, process and it's, it's been the same thing, just contacting people through Instagram or contacting them through Facebook and saying, Hey, I'm Justin Glodish. I'm from the Oc education podcast. Would you be interested in talking acapella? And I usually have some sort of idea of what I want to talk about with them. And then they also bring ideas to the table. You know, I'll send them a Google form with potential questions and then they send them back to me. So we have a little, you know, foundation of what to talk about in our interviews. And then those interviews basically just turn into conversations and those conversations are what you get to hear every week. So thank you to everybody that I've talked to so far in the first 21 episodes of the Aka Education podcast, you know, from Kari Francis and all the way to Adam Paltrowitz, you know, from last week's episode. So thank you to all of you who have participated in this podcast for the year 2020. 
And I already know that I got some great people lined up for 2021 in the next couple of weeks. And you are all going to be pretty darn excited and hopefully as excited as I am, especially since um, the next two interviews deal with, um, I'll be talking to um, two fantastic performers um, from two of my favorite all-time acapella groups. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, I'll let you be surprised uh, when you see their names come up in the next couple of weeks. Some other fantastic 2020 news, at least for my own personal life, is that my son started kindergarten. And um, after you know having him being in pre-K up until March, um, we were, were nervous and worried about how kindergarten was going to roll out for him. But he has really taken a liking to it. My, my daughter is in you know, at our daycare, but she's really learning. She's three, she's learning preschool material. And I know that I'm getting kind of personal about it, but I think, you know, this is this good for the soul. And, you know, I'm kind of giving you a deeper dive into my own personal life. And uh, I'm proud of my son for, you know, really taking kindergarten by the horns. And, um, you know, my favorite thing about him is that he loves taking the school bus. And, you know, we've gone remote for a few weeks now, but so he misses taking that school bus and just watching, you know, him and my daughter grow every day. And, you know, they give headaches. You know, my wife and I will tell you that. And I think a lot of parents out there know that your children, when they're close in age, there's a lot of headaches and the pride that I have in my two children outweighs any of that any day of the week. And, um, I'm so proud of the, the people that they are becoming and, um, yeah. So now let's focus on goals for the new year for 2021. A lot of you probably have your own specific goals that you are planning on trying to accomplish this year. Um, whether they're long-term or just short-term goals, um, I have plenty. I mean, the list is is huge, and I'm going to share some of those with you um, because you may have similar goals to me. Um, also, going to provide some some information as to maybe how to approach them. So, um, one of my biggest goals, and this is something that obviously is out of my control, but I'm hoping that it can happen, is that my students are able to sing in the classroom again this school year or even in September for next school year. Right now, the way things have been going, um, my students are fully remote at the moment. Um, they'll be coming back in hybrid, but again, like I said before, with CDC guidelines, it's been tricky to have them sing in the classroom. So they've been doing a lot of singing at home, and you know, I'm very proud of what they've been able to accomplish, focusing on the individualized attention, but um, they have even said it, they want to be back in the classroom singing. I want to be in the classroom singing with them. So um, the goal that um, I'm, you know, it's a high goal and I'm hoping it happens is having them sing in the classroom again. Now, for those of you listening out there, those of you that actually have your students singing in the classroom, please email me, tell me how you do it, um, regardless of what state you're in, um, just because, you know, we have specific rules that we have to follow in my district. And I'm just curious as to what everyone else has got going on out there. Another goal that I actually tried to set for myself in December and I, I did okay with it for a little bit, but then kind of, it kind of went down was I was very ambitious on trying to create an arrangement a day. You know, one of my uh, friends uh, was, has been doing a lot of great things with uh, big band arrangements and uh, posting these uh, every so often. And I thought to myself, Hey, why don't I try that? But Hey, why don't I try that every day? 
And, um, you know, I went and got a TikTok account a while back, um, official J glow for anyone who wants to follow. And I tried to do an arrangement a day. I would use the acapella app, um, which my great friend Betsy Stanbach Fuller used with her students uh, when they did their um, project last year. Um, you can check out episode three for information on that. And I tried to create different arrangements every day and it got to be a lot and I kind of slacked off. And the last arrangement I did of 2020 was um, an arrangement of I'll be home for Christmas, uh, which was for my grandmother because uh, my grandmother just turned 80 this year uh, in 2020 in December and she um, requested it. So I sang it for her um, because we didn't get a chance to see her because of everything that's going on. So my goal for 2021 this year, and maybe it's your goal too, is I'm going to attempt to do a mini arrangement, like a 30 second to one minute, whatever acapella, the acapella op app allows me to do. I'm going to do a 30 second to one minute arrangement every week. So we're talking 52 arrangements, the mini arrangements this year. But to take it a step further, I'm looking to actually make 10 of those arrangements into full length arrangements and really start building the uh, arrangement library of the acapella music that I've been creating. So I'm not sure what anyone else uses as, in terms of arranging. Um, my process is all over the place and we've had, you know, arrangers on here and composers on here talking about their process. And my process is just a little bit of everything. Uh, for me, it's really come down to utilizing the programs that I have in front of me. Um, whether it's the acapella app and just kind of singing the parts one by one or using an, an app like Soundtrap or Logic um, in, or GarageBand in order to um, input and sing um, full, fuller versions, longer versions of those arrangements. I have a great MIDI keyboard. Um, I got one of the Akai uh, drum pad slash MIDI keyboards um, that works really well for me. Um, and I can input that into Finale. I can input it into Note Flight and uh, I can do... Um, you know, transcriptions and arrangements that way. Um, and then I end up singing them because I want to hear what they actually sound like instead of listening to a MIDI keyboard or a, a MIDI guitar or, or anything MIDI. I want to hear what it would sound like if voices actually sang it. So the goal is to arrange a mini arrangement every week and then really like focus on 10 that really speak out and get at least 10 new arrangements out there um, for people to be able to um, to use for their groups this year, especially focusing on the middle school aspect because I will be arranging for my middle school group and um, trying to get them more repertoire to sing because there's not a lot of middle school repertoire out there. So that's a big goal of mine this year. Another goal of mine this year is to be able to work virtually with with people across the world, really, um, whether it's the listeners of this podcast or someone is looking for you know some help with vocal percussion or someone is looking help with arranging or someone's looking help for an, a virtual um, all-county or all-state ensemble or area all-state ensemble. Um, I would love to be able to have the opportunity to do something like that this year, um, whether it's virtually or finally when we get the opportunity to do it in person because the ability to network and work with other professionals um, across the country uh, really makes us better educators. I think it's safe to say, you know, when you get professional development, some people really scoff at the thought of professional development, but to me, professional development is working with your peers and learning more about what they have to offer. I mean, people like Dr. J.D. Frizzell, who has amazing things out there that he posts, people like Adam Paltrowitz, who posts his, on his Choral Clarity blog, 
these are educators in our profession who put out great things for us to use. And I want to be able to take advantage of that and meet more educators out there who share similar interests and can teach me a thing or two, and hopefully I'm able to do the same for them. A huge goal for this podcast this year is to up our listenership, to get more people listening. And um, by using more social media promotion, uh, getting the word out there, mailing lists, the whole nine, um, just to get this resource out to many other people. So that's another huge goal of mine. And I know that I'm just kind of spouting off things here and there. This is very of a, a loose episode. It's a short episode. It's a loose episode because uh, I feel I need to get this stuff out there. And by putting it all out there, I'm holding myself accountable and I'm holding myself responsible for making sure that these things happen. I can go back and listen to this and say, hey, you know what? I need to do that and really push myself and get into that mindset to be successful and push towards those goals. And maybe that's something that all of you all out there do too. Maybe you write things down, maybe you record things and you go back and you you really focus on, on those things. And I know that January is always that time of year where we all put these goals and these resolutions in front of us. And then by February 1st, we've forgotten about half of them. You know, one of the biggest ones that I think a lot of people always, you know, throw out there is, oh, I'm going to get a gym membership. There's always these memes that I, I actually really can't stand. There's always these memes out there on uh, social media where it's like, oh, here comes the 900 people to the gym, you know, for January 1st. And then, you know, it looks like I'm going to have to wait to go to the gym on, you know, January 5th, because that's when a lot of people are going to start leaving. And it's, it's really aggravating to like see those kinds of memes because those are people out there trying to better themselves regardless of how they, they approach it. But my goal is to really stick to these goals and be accomplished even more so by the end of the year. And I hope you all feel the same way too. So everyone listening out there, I would love you to try and do this for me. Over the course of the year, as you're listening to these episodes, anytime you have a question, email me, akaedpodcast at gmail.com. The beautiful thing about using Anchor uh, for my podcast service is Anchor offers um, voice messages. So you can go right to my podcast uh, website from Anchor and you can leave a voice message like back in the answering machine days or a voicemail and let me know um, what you're enjoying about the podcast, what I can improve on, what you would like to hear. And um, even your goals and resolutions would still love to hear some of those. So send them in um, as you as you wish and uh, leave feedback about what we can do or what I can do to make this podcast better. And with that being said, um, this is episode 22, the first episode of 2021. And I can't wait for you to hear next week's episode. I'm very excited about it. Uh, you'll be hearing more information about it next week. So be sure to follow me on social media. Podcast at gmail.com is the email. Podcast on Twitter. Podcast on Instagram. You can follow the Aka Education Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can also follow me personally, Justin Glodish. J-U-S-T-I-N-G-L-O-D-I-C-H on Instagram or official J-Glow on TikTok. It's been great talking to all of you and I will be back next week. Bye. With Justin Glodish.